Hi, welcome to episode 510 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott. And is it just me, or does heaven sound awful? Spending the rest of eternity with my family? I don't know about that. Today it's Fantastic Four, 510 from April 2004. Hereafter, part two, by Mark Wade and Mike Wereringo. So Reed and Sue Richards and Johnny Storm have used a modified version of Doom's afterlife teleportation machine to travel to heaven. Reed says their human brains probably are not capable of interpreting the energies they'll encounter on this plane of existence, so their senses will translate them into images a mortal being can comprehend. And the first image they have to comprehend is a sky full of flying dudes with hoods, angel wings, and flaming swords. If they came to heaven looking for Ben Grimm and they found a bunch of dudes with flaming swords, they must be in the right place. And they are not happy dudes. The Fantastic Four are pretty much pearly gatecrashers. And do they really expect a warm welcome? Heaven is an invitation-only place. I'm no expert, but I believe they have a very strict door policy. So these flying dudes start attacking the FF with their swords, and it doesn't feel too good. Sue's force fields can't hold them back, and when Reed says they mean no harm... Someone pulls down their hood and shows his face, and in flaming letters on his face it says, You don't belong here. And then, the flying men disappear. Sue says, They're gone! They had us! Reed says they were just delivering a warning. They were being asked to leave. Johnny says, This can't be heaven, because Britney Spears isn't feeding him chocolate-covered strawberries in front of a 100-inch plasma screen TV. First of all, Johnny, it can't be Britney Spears feeding you strawberries. It's only 2004. She's not dead yet. And she won't be dead for another 13 years. Would you settle for Catherine Hepburn? She's newly arrived, and she's totally eager to feed strawberries to a young hunk. 70 years, her junior. He asks what they're going to do now, and Reed says they're going to do what they came for. As if there were any other answer. Watching from afar, by the gates to heaven, is Ben Grimm and some other guy, who kind of looks like Peter Parker. Maybe it's St. Peter. You know, many people don't know this, but St. Peter's last name was Parker, oddly enough. Ben says he wants to go talk to Reed and the others, but the other guy says he can't. Too many rules have been broken so far. So Reed and the others get to the edge of this cliff, and there's a bunch of pieces of what appears to be a broken bridge floating in the air. So Reed has to use his, his long, stretchy arms to put the pieces back together, like a gigantic puzzle. Gigantic puzzles? In heaven? Now that's my grandmother's idea of heaven right there. While Reed works, uh, he and Johnny get a little snippy with each other about Reed's actions back in Latveria. And Reed snaps at Johnny, yelling that he got too close to Dr. Doom when Reed told him not to. And he's right about that. Johnny did kind of screw up everything uh, and lead to Ben's death. So they start making their way across the bridge. Looks to be in the shape of a uh, big human face. And the blocks are kind of like big orange rocks kind of like the thing, but it is not the thing's face. So they keep walking, and Sue gets out too far ahead, and Reed and Johnny follow after her, and the clouds, they surround them, and they walk forward, and they end up in a living room back at FF headquarters, where Franklin hugs his dad, and Sue is on the couch holding Valeria, and there's more kids. There's like a total of ten kids in the room. Half of them look like Franklin, and the other half look like Valeria. Is this Sue's idea of heaven? Having ten children? Sounds to me like they've stumbled onto my idea of hell. Is this kind of like a foreshadowing to ten years in the future 
when the Baxter building is overrun with kids. Reed's face is back to normal, and Sue once again states her reservations about this mission, saying that some mysteries man wasn't meant to solve. Reed and Sue look around and Johnny's missing. So they walk out of the living room, back into the clouds. They can smell roasting marshmallows in the distance, and they find Johnny in his idea of heaven. He's at a campfire by a river with his mom and dad, the Storms. Sue rushes over and hugs her parents, and Johnny introduces Reed to his mother-in-law, who he's never met. The parents go on to warn the FF that they should probably go home before he starts playing rough. Who? Reed asks. But too late for anyone to answer, because a, a flood of red water comes rushing down the river, washing the Fantastic Four away. So back with Ben Grimm and his handsome male friend, this is Ben's idea of heaven after all, now that I think about it, it's probably Ben's dead brother. So anyway, the two of them are talking, and Ben says that he doesn't like this, and the other guy says it's out of their hands, and they points, he points to the door and tells Ben he should try to open it. Ben goes over, and he starts to struggle with the door. Back with the rest of the Fantastic Four, Reed stretches out an arm and grabs a rock, and he pulls himself, along with Sue and Johnny, out of the raging river of red water onto the riverbank. Johnny says, this is the worst road trip ever. Apparently, he hasn't seen Speed Zone, the third Cannonball Run movie. That is the worst road trip ever. Reed hears a, buzz a buzzsaw sound. They look and see a flock of little winged critters flying at him. And upon closer examination, the winged critters are just small versions of those hooded men with wings who attacked the FF at the beginning of the issue. And these little flying dudes are cutting and ripping the crap out of the Fantastic Four, cutting up their costumes, ripping into their flesh. It is not fun. After Reed collapses to the ground, a hand grabs Reed's, Reed's hand and says, Off for crying out loud. All right already. And the guy pulls Reed and the others up out of this cave. They get out and they see that it's Ben Grimm, who, by the way, is in his human form the entire issue. Of course he's not going to be a rock monster in heaven. Ben says it's good to see, see them one last time. Reed says this is not going to be the last time they've come to take him back to Earth. You don't belong here, he says. That's kind of an awkward thing to say to a friend. That much is true, isn't it, Ben? Someone else says. And they look over and they see that other guy that Ben's been hanging out with. Reed recognizes him as Daniel Grimm, Ben's brother, who died when Ben was a boy. Reed accuses Dan of trying to drive the FF away so he can keep Ben in heaven with him ahead of his time. Ben points out that they're not quite in heaven yet. They still got to make it through that big-ass door. Ben suggests that maybe Reed can help Ben open up the door. And then he reveals that all these attempts to keep the FF away weren't coming from Daniel, and they weren't coming from God. They were coming from Ben, who was trying to get Reed and the others to leave because he didn't want Reed to know that the truth, that he's been locked out of heaven. And Dan tells Reed to look at the door, at the construction of the door. See if he can tell who built it. Reed goes over, he takes a close look, and he is very surprised, and he concludes by saying, I did. He built the door, and what? Has God stolen Reed's proprietary technology? I smell a lawsuit coming on. To be continued next time, will Reed take God to court for infringing on his patents? Or did the government sell the technology to God after they acquired Reed's patents? But more importantly, 
Will they get through that big door to heaven and to the other side? Will they find God? Will God agree to let Ben go back to Earth? What does God have to say? Oh, sounds like a Kurt Cameron movie. But no, it's all in the next episode of the Fantastic Forecast. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. Uh, you can download other episodes of iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. Baby, can't you see?